Hi. Hey, me too. I'm Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Chilinoid Podcast. Cathartic Cannabis and Cathartic Output. Output. Eric, welcome to the Chill on My Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Cole. It's um, it's good to be on. It's about time. Uh, yeah, we've <laughs> been partnering together for uh, a little while now, and yeah, I'm glad we finally uh, got our schedules to to link up. Yeah, we're busy people. We're busy people doing uh, we're doing God's work. And I'm joking. <laughs> I'd like to think that that that's what we're doing. I love your music. Um, I want to, you know, start there. Folks, if you recognize the name, um, you might have recognized the song. I always try to include it in the podcast description when we use it. And um, you may have even recognized it from our episode with Tommy Chong. Um, It's, uh, I I like your music because especially the most recent one, which I'm going to butcher, Manatee something. That's off the top of my head. What was it again? Yeah, Manatee Boat. That Manatee is Boat. An, a classic. Like that's from like 2012, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I just decided uh, it was the, the right time to, to release that. That was uh, some work I did with uh, my my good friend, Daniel Tote, uh, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Fetty. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, he's the, the one that's uh, rapping on the track and I did all the instrumentals. Yeah, but the song, folks, that you hear on the Chill My Podcast is Shotgun Hit. It's uh, it's one of your songs that I heard, and I was like, I want that to be on the Chill My Podcast. So we worked out, uh, we worked it all out, and uh, yeah, I'm just, again, I'm happy to have you on today's show So and to have worked with you for so long because uh, it feels good to, to help support our local artists, you know, and uh, you've got something good going on, my friend. <laughs> definitely man um yeah i think it's it's great how uh how much you do support the fellow chilinoians and artists out here i mean it's uh no walk in the park so every little bit helps yeah speaking of which uh, how can our uh, community find you online so you can go to www.catharticoutput.com um that's the the direct link in my instagram bio um under cathartic output and cathartic cannabis um and then you can also find it on most of chillinois um podcast descriptions whenever you uh, hear the the theme song feature hell yeah hell yeah so definitely be sure to check out the website um you're on social media as well um a good follow i must say and uh yeah i i gotta ask man um how long have you been making music and just messing around with audio? Like, is that how it started? Like what, how did this start? Yeah, man. I picked up the guitar uh, around age 12. Um, you know, I took lessons on and off throughout high school. I played, we had a band, uh, we called ourselves Eastport. Find us on MySpace. Um, the audio tracks somehow got lost. So unfortunately those don't even exist anymore. Um, but there's some, some old school pictures on there and yeah, so that's kind of where my whole music 
career started. Um, and you know how it goes after high school, everybody kind of does their own thing. Um, so, and I was a busy person myself and I didn't really have time to create a band and actually like have regular practices and sure. it just really wasn't feasible in my schedule. Um, so I picked up the hobby of just self-producing music. Um, I learned how to use the, the software called Pro Tools, which is the, the industry standard software um, for music recording. And there's actually a really awesome program called Pro Tools First that's free. Um, and it's, so I don't even pay for the subscription, which like most Pro Tool users, um, they, I'm not sure the cost anymore, um, but when I looked up, it was way too much for what sure. I wanted to spend um, as an amateur artist. Um, so Pro Tools first, it had essentially all the capabilities I needed to really get started and um, have that professional sound because it does really fine tune um, myself as you know a guitarist and um, like there's if you can set the the tempo correctly on Pro Tools and get everything synced up on what's called the grid in Pro Tools, which like if you imagine a, a sheet of music, um, the grid is essentially that sheet of music. And as long as everything is in sync, then you can um, quantize your your audio. And then it'll like, if something's just a second layer, not even less than a second, but like a millisecond off of where it should be, it'll like true it up and it gives you a, a really awesome professional sound. Um, not to underplay my guitar skills. I mean, I'm a killer guitarist, but it definitely, um, you know, makes me sound even better. Yeah. Well, that's cool as hell. That's cool as hell to, to hear how the sauce is made. I, I'd heard about pro tools before, but, um, thanks for plugging that because, um, you know, for our creators that are trying to get started, I'm sure that that's much appreciated, <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's really like a low budget, uh, endeavor that I've, um, kind of gone off of because, you know, I am an amateur, but at the same time, I have a verified Facebook page. I, all my music is streaming on every music platform. Um, and I am getting royalties for all of my streaming. Um, so, I mean, it's not much right now. I'm actually about to get my first $50 payout um, <laughs> nice. from all my streams since 2018. So <laughs> that's awesome. to, yeah, put a number on it. That's where I'm at. But, um, you know, I got high hopes that this will take off in one angle or another. I'm not entirely sure what angle it is. Probably cannabis because, you know, that's uh, the industry I work in. And um, but I th think I my persona as cathartic output is a verified f Facebook page. Um, it, it gives you that level of credibility uh, in the the internet ecosystem that, you know, I think provides a lot of value to my brand. Absolutely. I, I mean, folks, 
you got to check uh, out the music. I listen to it on Spotify. You say you're on all streaming platforms, though, right? So, like, SoundCloud, Apple Music, you name it. Yep. Uh, Pandora. I'm, I don't have a station yet, but you can find my, my tracks out there and stream Sweet. them individually. Dope. I'm, still, I'm still working on that that uh, that radio. That'd be yeah. really cool to hear. Hell yeah. What are, uh, you know, we mentioned Manatee Boat. Um, what are your most recent, like, releases, if, if you would want to promote anything? Yeah, so my most recent, like, self-production um, was uh, Celestial Sphere. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't have like a ton to say about it because like <laughs> yeah. i literally just sit down at the computer and you spend a whole day i don't have really anything prepared before sure. i sit down for a recording it all just kind of flows out what's yeah what's that process like you know i mean are you medicating during <laughs> to, to, for lack of better words like what's the process like i medicate a little bit um honestly i, I feel like when i'm too stoned it kind of hinders my precision a little bit um in terms of playing the guitar but um yeah i definitely it, it makes the the process more enjoyable um yeah. so i definitely self-medicate a little bit um i'm more so like to medicate um like microdosing. sure um yeah if i eat like a gram of psilocybin mm-hmm. um yeah i can fucking shred it's, yeah, it's almost awesome. un, it's unreal how much better and more precise I can be when I'm on psychedelics. That's very interesting. That's um, very interesting. So, yeah, if you listen to my most recent um, release of psilocybin's Bonefire. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that yeah. one. So I do have a process. Um, actually, like all my guitar riffs are initially recorded on a loop pedal. Okay. Um, so I can just like no pressure, just like, you know, play on this loop pedal, delete it however I want. I mean, obviously I could do that on Pro Tools too, but the, some, there's something like mentally there where um, if I'm recording on Pro Tools, sometimes I suck. Uh, <laughs> but if I'm like no pressure, just, just on this uh, loop pedal and I just like nail a track, then yeah so i can directly upload it to my uh computer through like a wave file directly off of the the loop pedal and nice yeah so from there that's when i start building the track out in pro tools and i've come up with this like system uh so i mentioned the grid earlier um it's it can take basically take the the beats per second on the the drum loop and i can measure it through pro tools of like exactly what that beat per second is and gotcha yeah very interesting um so uh so yeah before we move on to um other subjects i just want to say like uh, you know, obviously listening to music is an easy way to support you as an artist. You just mentioned that you're going to be getting royalties from what I assume are plays on streaming services and, uh, you know, usage or whatever it may be, per, 
purchases, online purchases. Um, so obviously that's an easy way, just checking out the art, supporting the art, word of mouth, all that good stuff. That's an easy way to support you. Are there any other ways uh, that our audience can support you? Um, like, do you have that, like, buy me a coffee thing or whatever? <laughs> uh, honestly, no, not right now. I'm more interested in, uh, you know, supporting everybody else at this, cool. this phase. You know, I'm really trying to educate and I'm trying to, you know, just outreach my brand. Um, I'm not looking for anything in return, you know? Hell yeah. Fair enough. Um, okay. I'm just going to pause for a second because uh, I got to adjust this really quick. I'm getting a little bit of background noise on my part. And I think it's because that pad, my padding fell, but I just adjusted it. Check. Check. Trying to get better about the audio on this show. Folks, I'm leaving this in here. I don't care. You'll see how the sauce is made. I'm working on our uh, uh, the audio quality for the show, folks. I, I apologize. I get I get emails. People are like, it's too quiet. Uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. I'm I'm literally learning. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard on this. So um, I I'm new. I'm new to all this. So um, anyways, uh, sorry that that got in the way of our conversation. It's you know technology. It has a way of doing that. Um, <laughs> you were talking about uh, you know basically that you know yeah you're looking for ways to support other people. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah, hundred so, percent. I mean, followers are always welcome. You know. Sure just so I can, you know, have a, a larger reach. Um, that's, it's always appreciated. I also have a verified Facebook page. If you could follow me on there as well. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So man, let's talk about uh, something that I've been excited to talk to you about aquaponics. Give me a rundown. What the hell's going on with these fish and your plants? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So this is something I've gotten into, um, 2018. Um, so my wife actually got me this aquaponics system as a present. Um, it's called Aqua Sprouts, and it's this uh, piece of plastic that basically goes over a um, 10-gallon fish tank, and it comes with a pump that it takes the water and pumps up the the water from the fish tank up into the grow bed that the the plastic container um, has above the fish tank that's filled with clay pebbles. Mm -hmm. um, so from there, I have the plants rooted into the clay pebbles, pretty similar to like a hydroponic setup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it's more advantageous than hydroponics one because it's organic you know you don't have to worry about the the artificial um nutrients that um comes with a lot of this you know bloom fertilizers um it's all just organic from the the fish feed that you put into the fish tank um that the fish will poop out the the food and then Bacterias called nitrates will then um, consume the, the ammonia that comes out of the fish. And then another bacteria called nitrates then consumes the nitrites. And the nitrates are what the plant ultimately takes up as nitrogen. 
um, to grow the the plant. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. That um, is so cool. So it not only does do the fish support the plants, but the plants also clean the water mm-hmm. um, by taking up the nitrogen. So I never even have to clean the damn thing. Wow. Um, that is fucking crazy. Yeah. That is fucking crazy. Well, folks, if you want to see images of this setup, if you're thinking like, hey, that sounds like something that's really cool. It sounds like something I might want to do. Sounds like something I might want to do. Um, uh, yeah, give them a follow on social media. You can get a peek at the um, at the whole setup. And by the way, folks, as always, the social media handle, the website, it's all going to be in the podcast description. So if you just want to copy and paste it into your Instagram app or if you want to just click the website, go right ahead. It's in the podcast description. Get uh, Support your local chill annoyance, folks, as I always say. So, yeah, what? so your girlfriend just buys you this – I mean, have you grown plants before? Or like, was it, was it express? Can I ask, was it expressly for growing cannabis? Like what's the occasion? Yeah. So, uh, a correction. She was my girlfriend at the time. She's not my wife. Um, okay. Um, congrats. Yeah. So we actually went over to pick up back from our dude in 2018 uh-huh. and he had an aquaponics set up and she like, could tell that I was, you know, super interested and just like sure. fascinated by the whole concept. Um, so that's kind of what got me started. And now it's kind of gone full circle because um, when we went over there, he wasn't growing cannabis. He was just growing herbs. Um, gotcha. So now I've gotten the opportunity to kind of help him um, start growing cannabis as well. Very um, cool. Yeah. So that's kind of how it all came about originally you know it's 2018 i wasn't growing cannabis at the time i actually didn't start until it was legal um that kind of what this kind of what generated the idea in my mind um like because before you know i'm risk adverse i didn't really want to sure. you know the penalties for growing are pretty severe or they were right. um and now that it's decriminalized yeah it's like fucking california over here man um, I, yeah. not only do I have, uh, the, the aquaponics setup, but I also have a veg station as well. Very cool. So I can be vegging, uh, a set of plants mm-hmm. while I'm flowering. So then keep it rolling. Yep. Um, so I'm pretty much constantly flowering. Um, so I can That's just awesome. pop out the, the plants that I have in now and then the plants that I'm vegging. Um, so what I use is called a dual root system. Okay. So I have a pot that's full soil. The cannabis is growing in the pot. There's holes at the bottom of the pot, um, a rather small pot, you know, like uh-huh. one of the like four inch um, plastic pots that you would buy a plant from Home Depot and throw yeah. away. Yeah. Um, but it has the holes in the bottom. So I can literally just take the plant, drop it right on top of the clay pebbles and the roots will grow down into it um, nice so i can also dose the plant in this using just the soil so as long as the the fertilizer doesn't seep down into the grow bed uh-huh. um, then i can just dose it with um i use this organic fertilizer called foop um yeah i've seen that at the uh the grow store yeah 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 um so it's just another fish poop fertilizer that mm-hmm. you know 
uh, add into my my grill. Yeah. Does it smell? The the uh-huh. whole setup. Like, does it just smell like cannabis, or does it smell like fish, or both? Mixture? Honestly, so we had some uh, people come in whose noses weren't uh, numb to the smell, and uh-huh. they said it wasn't that bad. Nice. I always thought it like just straight reeked, um, but it is covered in mylar. So I have okay. like um, reflective. For those that don't know what mylar is, it's a like space blanket. Uh-huh. Um, or if you've seen like Better Call Saul, it's what his brother <laughs> used to to insulate his home from electromagnetic uh, energy. Yeah. Um, so I have that encased around my my grow. Um, so I think that definitely helps manage the the smell. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Um, have, have, so I, it sounds like, you know, you've got a really good system down. I was about to ask if you have had good results, but you kind of answered that by, well, I mean, it's, I am now like, I'm on my best run ever. Um, but there has been like some disappointing yields, um, to this point, you know, it's been uh, a process of trial and error. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned a lot and I love to be able to, um, you know, help my followers who are interested in taking the path of aquaponics. Um, please reach out to me. Um, I can steer you in the right direction. There's a lot of different things in terms of water treatment that I've had to kind of grow through. Also, like getting your temperatures right, humidity, um, it's all things I've had to tackle. So. I have uh, about a, almost two years now worth of growing experience with aquaponics with specifically cannabis. I've been doing aquaponics for four years now. Wow. Very cool. Um, so do you have, are there any like res? can you attribute any of your success to any resources specifically online that might be free for people to um, browse? Yeah, definitely. I mean, all my, knowledge has come from online well let me uh explain my online and then i'll take a step back and then talk about um you know how i learned to grow cannabis sure um so for aquaponics um there's just a lot of forums out there a lot of people um are doing the hobby now yeah there's no real like authoritative guidance to Mm -hmm. aquaponics yet um it's there's a few um like large cultivation um facilities that are doing aquaponics who kind of led the way um and one of them's called uh potent ponics i think they um have a facebook page it's called uh aquaponic cannabis or something along that line um that's been a major resource for me in terms of asking people questions um you know a lot of people just like post their pictures on there and like you might not find the specific advice you need just like browsing but if you go on sure. there troubleshoot any questions you have um you might get like five different answers but um uh, yeah that's where i've been get- able to, to troubleshoot most of my issues Right. And you got to be willing to learn, you know, and try out those different answers because they all may be right to a degree in their experience, you know, but there's no guarantee that that 
problem that they've experienced is what you're experiencing. So like you say, you kind of got to take everything with what you will and uh, do the make the best decision. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't go right, and that's part of learning, right? That's why I love the hobby, too, is that I'm constantly learning, you know, new yeah. things, new ways to try things. Um, hell, we were talking to some some company about some... The, you know, everybody has these crazy growing devices now. It's really coming around to uh, being a whole... I don't. I actually don't know. What do you think? Do you think that the growing community is going to be very large if um, it's decriminalized um, just in general? Because at, at, at this point, at, you know, like you say, it is decriminalized for medical cannabis patients, but it's, that's a, a limited amount and stuff. But But all of that aside... Do you think that if it was decriminalized so that just anybody could grow, do you think that a lot of people would do it? I think autoflowers would be popping off. Yeah. Like outdoor yeah. grows. Like all you got to do is pop a seed and mm-hmm. you know, hope it grows and probably don't really have to do all that much upkeep. Um, yeah. So I, like growing out of a tent, I mean, it's an investment that a lot of people aren't going to take. Um, yeah even though it does like pay itself back in like one or two harvests. Um, sure. But yeah, it's also a lot of time and effort dedication. It's an awesome hobby. And I'm, once I get the space to have an additional like grow tent, I'll, I'll definitely be doing that. But like, I've tried to encourage a lot of people to, um, you know, get started growing and autoflowers is how I've had the most success in, selling the hobby because it mm-hmm. doesn't really require the the whole um tent setup you know I'll probably run somebody a little over a grand to have like a legit setup yeah um but yeah i've had a lot of people um that i've just given autoflower plants to and they've had a blast um growing them Hell yeah, hell yeah! I need to. Uh, I've got some autoflower seeds. Seeds I need to try. I uh, I tried one once and I didn't have. I've probably mentioned this on the podcast a few times. I didn't have great luck. But since we're talking about cultivation, and if you haven't heard about it, I'll just tell you guys uh, the the experience I've had with autoflowers. Um, the plant grew well, um, but I think it would have grown and it smoked well. Let me tell you. Uh, but I think it would have uh, grown better if I would have had an 18-6 flowering schedule, which I did actually have for most of its life. Um, but here was my idea, Eric. My idea was that like, I was going to plant three plants, two photo period, one autoflower. And I was just told, you know, like autoflowers, they don't really care. They're day neutral plants. They don't care what the lighting schedule is. They're just going to go into flower whenever the fuck they want. I'm like, well, that's awesome because then I'll just... You know, I'll get that started and be able to try it, and it won't really matter that I changed the lighting cycle or whatever. I think I had the autoflower auto start a little bit earlier. Anyways, I digress. Um, it, like I said, it just seemed like there was something missing. It seemed like it would have been happier if, um, I don't know, that's just what I've always thought, is that it would have been happier if it had 18.6. Turns out I looked it up, and yeah, it seems like autoflowers do prefer... 186 some people run them 20 exactly some people run them 24 hours um some people do like variations of that i've read like 22 hours two off you know i mean 
the point is though i switched it to 12 on 12 off i as far as i read a lot of people don't do that and i just really feel like that's what it was so i'm gonna try them again um i've heard really good things about like uh, i'll probably pronounce this wrong but here we go mephisto daz mephisto i'm probably pronouncing that wrong night owl is another one um they're like auto flowers that a lot of people are uh, talking about um there's like a reddit for them called meth heads (laughs) um mephisto um but uh, i'm probably some mephisto i don't know if i'm saying it right or not what um geneticist do you get your seeds from so i've been buying from the grower's choice out in california cool um honestly they're pricey like almost too pricey um they were literally like the first seed that i tried to buy and you know it shipped as it was supposed to and i received them within you know a decent amount of time so i didn't really um pursue any other um you know genetic company and then they also reached out to me on instagram and hooked it up with like 10 free seeds um for photo periods so it was like 150 dollar hookup so i've been repping them but i'm also interested in uh trying new genetics so if anybody's out there that wants to get promoted and think you have um genetics that yeah, we'll have to get you connected with Prairie State Genetics, man. They ain't fucking around, and they're from Illinois, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I'll, pretty much I'll, only fuck with feminine, feminine seeds. Um, yeah, hell yeah. Time or resources to. No, he. They've got feminized seeds. They've got killer genetics, man. I'm blown away by what I just grew by them. Sexy salsa, which it the lineage is a lot of like some classic strains that I honestly have never even heard about. Um, but when I was reading it off to some OGs, they're like, holy wow, this guy's not fucking around. Um, he's got access to some good stuff. I just got to give, give him a quick shout out. So, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll connect you with them. So, cause I'd love to see what those plants do in aquaponics because man, um, I've got some curing right now, <coughs> excuse me. And, uh, I am so excited. It smells like lemons. Oh, it's like the fruitiest smelling flower I've uh, had in a while. And I've got this other blackjack and it's like, it's also fruity, but it's like almost has like a chocolate smell, which is something I've never encountered before. Uh, very, yeah. very strange. Do you have anything in your, uh, under your belt or in your arsenal that you really enjoyed? Um, to rephrase my question, um, have you grown anything that's like you're like man i love that and you've had really good success with yeah there's definitely um different strains that perform better in my system i don't know why yeah um but yeah they just seem more comfortable and there's just you know less defects on the leaves and um, gotcha but yeah kim dog has given me a lot of success and really fat fan leaves um and really juicy buds um, and right now I have um, fruity pebbles in the tank. Uh-huh. It's been taken off. Um, I, I, I don't know if it's the strains or I'm just getting better at regulating my, my water. But Sure. Um, yeah. It's working. Both of those strains have been uh, <laughs> my two recent grows. So, I mean, it does kind of seem like it maybe is my uh, 
skills and are improving um, in terms yeah. of keeping everything regulated. Yeah. Well, I don't mean to, to get you on to like, you know, too many next steps or to get, get you in trouble with the wife. Once again, congratulations on that. Um, uh, but are you like thinking about expanding the operation at all? Not like the grow, but the, uh, like you're going to get a rosin machine and like, what do you, do you do anything? What do you do with your product? Do you just smoke it? Do you repurpose it? What's, what do you do? Yeah. So I have such a small canopy space that um i pretty much smoke all the smokable buds i haven't started uh i do want to get a rosin press um now that my yields are increasing don't tell the old lady that i told you that you're gonna get me (laughs) i'm gonna get you to be like you can't hang out with cole anymore (laughs) no i mean she'll be down for she rips dabs all the time oh hell yeah well cool (laughs) rock on then (laughs) uh yeah she'd be all for it um but right now I've been, I mean, you still have your trim and yeah. all those like um, light buds that aren't really smokable. So I do still uh, fuck with some processing. Um, so right now I've been um, working with MCT oil, um, which are creating tinctures. So I uh, freeze everything that, you know, comes off of the trim. Um, and once I have enough supply that I feel like it's going to be potent enough. I will grind all that frozen um, trim and buds down and then decarb it in the oven for like at least two hours at about 200 degrees. I'd have to look up my recipe for exact specs on that. And then after it's decarbed, I'll put all the trim into a mason jar and fill up the the mason jar with mct oil up to the level of the the green and then i'll put it in a, a crock pot bath for about eight hours on low and just let that seep in um and then use some cheesecloth to strain out all the good stuff after i'm done um very so cool. that gives me you know mct tinctures and then i can then take that and either cook it into you know anything i want i recently made gummies uh, nice and yeah they turned out great um i have a recipe if anybody wants it um is honestly like they turned out way better than i thought they would hell yeah very cool very cool i love making a good edible i'm a huge fan of edibles um so that's very cool. Uh, I noticed the aquaponics setup seems to be like, let me just put it this way, less space than I have to deal with in my tent. Do you have to do a lot of training of the plants to, to keep yourself within your space? Yeah, a hundred percent. Cause I really only have two by two, um, dimensions and then horizontally or sorry, vertically I have, um, uh, I, I used to only have about two feet. I had recently um, I bought an attachment to raise it at another um, foot. So I have three feet of vertical space, um, which still, I mean, it's not that much, but I have this scrog. It's made out of plastic mm-hmm. um, that I, don't know, I can send you the, the link to the um, 
manufacturer because it's an incredible product and I'd love um, people to, you know, have visibility to that. And it's just like this hard plastic scrog that I can set over my grow bed and um, use that to, to train the plants. So I'll top the plants and they'll grow out multiple nodes and I'll kind of space them out into the, the scrog as best I can. Um, so I really try to get them as, as horizontal as possible um, until I flip them into flower. And then from there, they usually shoot up about two or three feet um, after I flip the lights. And hopefully they don't overshoot the light. Um, if they do, I've actually started using weights to like kind of weigh them down. So, so they don't bend completely, but they're more like an, an angle. So they yeah. don't hit directly onto the light. Um, you know, is, do, do you have like, so what I do just, I don't know if this, the way, if the weights work for you, it works, but I'm just at an idea. Um, wish I had something that I could show you here. Um, but like, I don't know, I guess I can show you this way and this is going to be hard for the folks that are listening, but they can look on our Instagram or on our YouTube. We're going to have an upcoming video. Uh, you heard it here, folks. I'm doing a little bit of a grow journal for you. So you can see how I pop seeds, seed to harvest. But anyways, um, that I'm working on that. It's going to be a while folks. Cause I just planted the seeds. So don't count on that soon. Let me be clear. Anyway. So you see this edge here, um, on this box. I'm just wondering if there's like an edge around the top of your aquarium, if aquarium or your aquaponics setup, and if so, because it sounded like you had like a tray or something on the top of it. And the reason I'm asking is because binder clips are awesome because you can, you know, clip it to it. But then there's the hooks, and so what I do is I take a plant wire and I run it through there, and it just it acts as a, you know, a natural tie down. So just throwing it out there, folks, you'll see it in the video that, that the way I do the technique, if you're interested, but, um, yeah, like I say, if your weights do the trick. Yeah. The, I think the only reason that wouldn't work is because I, at the point that I weigh them down, like they're already pretty hardened. Oh yeah, for sure. And that is key folks. You'll stay tuned for the video. You'll find out that, yeah, it's uh prime to, yeah. 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 So like I use the, the scrog at that point, cause you know, they're still trainable. Right. Like once they're like, they're already like mature buds by the time they start to hit the light. So right. I really just have to, I use like a little hook and I take a fan leave and I'll just like attach the hook to like a little bit of weight and it'll just like bend it over. Very to make cool. It like a, like a 45 degree angle. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, it also like works as like an, an LST. So yeah. yeah. Cause it exposes more nodes, right? Yeah. That's so cool. Very good. That's a good idea, man. Rock on. Um, so, uh, you know, how do you foresee yourself? Like, do you foresee yourself expanding this setup? I mean, you're talking about some of the limitations that you have. If you could, let's just play the if you could game, right? Because if we could, <laughs> that's a fun game, right? Uh, what would you do? Like, would you, uh, upgrade it to like bathtub size aquarium and fucking, you know, I like, oh, yeah. I mean, you should just like Google aquaponic cannabis. There are some fucking rad setups that are like I will. my dream, you know, I will have to, that sound, it sounds so crazy. I know that 
um yeah i've just always wanted to try aquaponic cannabis so yeah and there's a a podcast so the the facebook group that i was talking about they do a podcast called growing with fishes okay yeah um so yeah you should check that out um and then i'm sure you can find links to all these guys grows because they are crazy i mean they're like you know industrial size grows um and you know if illinois would uh you know loosen its licensing um program a little bit i would definitely be getting into the biz but unfortunately it's it's only meant for a select few so yeah absolutely absolutely um so another question on aquaponics really quick i don't mean to because you know i could talk about what you just brought up all day long (laughs) you know me um but aquaponics is it like as fast as uh hydroponics i know that's a probably a stupid question because it's probably is hydroponics but the my question is and maybe folks don't know this hydroponic like when you grow hydroponically grows really fast like the plant grows a lot faster like significantly faster than if you grow it in soil um i guess what i'm asking is have you noticed that it grows pretty pretty damn quick and maybe if you don't have it for reference it might be hard to say Yeah, exactly i mean i don't have that that point of reference i've never okay hydro um it actually so in the like upcoming stage of the the blooms it does grow faster well, again, I don't have the reference, but it grows pretty damn fast. Sure. And, um, but like once it's blooming, I have noticed it's a little bit slower because you can't exactly turn off the nitrogen. Yeah. So it just keeps fucking blooming, dude. <laughs> like I can't turn this shit off. And like, so I'm flowering for like three months almost. But it, I mean, the buds are really good size, so I'm not complaining. Um, That's really cool. But yeah, like I'm trying, like right now I'm going on vacation in October and like I need to take these plants down and they just won't stop. <laughs> well, hey, that's a good problem to have. I've had that problem before. <laughs> I've had that problem before where it's like vacation's coming up and the plants were supposed to either have been cut down already or the other situation I've found myself in is they, like they're just about ready like just about ready to the point where i know they're gonna be ready while i'm on vacation and so it's like fuck it's it's a tough it's a tough predicament to be in but like i say good problem to have (laughs) um yeah so uh just to shift uh the conversation to something we'll close out on um you know uh you just made a comment about cannabis licensing What's your take on how Illinois cannabis is going right now? And uh, are you hopeful at all for the future of legal cannabis in Illinois? Um, not really. I mean, it's great that we can grow five plants. And I don't think that's really enough. Um, I mean, maybe it is, um, but like there's so many failures and you know, some, like if you pop five seeds, like chances are you get three or four plants. Um, and so there's limitations to that for medical patients, you know, getting their medicine, um, from a, like a licensing standpoint, 
I don't know if Illinois is ever going to get their shit together. We're on our third round, and they recently admitted that they fucked that up. So, like, when are they going to get their shit together um, and yeah. actually provide licensing to these um, social? Well, I'm, I'm at this point. I'm wondering if we need to get our shit together because uh, we need to contact our reps and just demand that we take a different approach to this and you know i'm not saying that i have the magical solution to it by any means but i'm starting to think that um we can't just i don't know i'm not saying that that's what you're saying but i feel like too often um people kind of just have the faith that these people are going to do what we what they say they're going to do and like i don't know i don't really i just feel like cannabis you know it's wrong for people to say that like jb pritzker and others to say it's sort of wrong for them to say that they legalized cannabis because in my opinion they didn't they just decriminalized like the sale of, or the, the the purchase of it rather um and the possession of limited quantities you know as well as the limited like they allow a certain you know subsect of the population to grow a, just a, a limited amount five plants is such an arbitrary limit yeah but you know and the reason i say that just for folks that are wondering like is like you can grow like a really decent yield off of five plants in a tent you can grow an outrageous yield if you put those things outside and start them like early in the season you know like it's like I'm talking, you know, ten feet tall. Sometimes it's just outrageous the the yeah. height that some of these plants will get and the 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 harvest will get. So it's just weird to me that we went with five, and the and the fact that if you exceed five five, you even if you have a card, it's technically grounds for a felony. It's like, is it really legal though? You know, if just yeah. one of a, one extra will get me in trouble. But anyways, this is a rant I've gone on many times on the show. I don't mean to hog up airspace with old content. Um. Yeah, and I've uh, I've read the the fine print of the the law, and actually, like a lot of people do grow outside. Sure, but technically, I don't think it's legal. Um, right. Read, read the law. It it says that it, it has for, to like, be an under enclosed two space. Locks. So it has yeah. to be in a second door from your front door right. and it has to be under lock and key in that room. Right. So like it's almost unreasonable in terms of the space that people have mm -hmm. to grow cannabis. I mean, especially in Chicago, cause like I'm dealing with, uh, you know, a very limited amount of space and what I'm working with. And I think I've come up with a pretty creative solution around that, but yeah. I'd love to be able to grow outside. Um, and that's, I'm a little nervous to do it. Yeah, no, I hear you. You're absolutely right, folks. Uh, don't, uh, yeah, we are not encouraging you to grow outside because from what I can tell, it is against the law. Um, so, you know, the law calls for it to be, like you say, in an enclosed locked space. And a lot of people say that means behind, you know, not only your locked door, your front door, but another door, you know, keep it safe folks. Right. And another thing they say, um, just cause I was talking about high yields. If you have a yield that exceeds 30 grams, you need to have that amount secured within the house. So 
what I assume they mean by that is that it also needs to be behind two locked doors. So just play it safe, folks, right? You know, don't be stupid. Um, play it smart. Try to follow the rules as they are. Um, glad we could go over that because we want to make sure that people don't find themselves in trouble. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I started talking when I asked you a question. Um, any other thoughts on kind of improvements for Illinois cannabis? I mean, yeah, we just need equal access to licensing. Um, cause yeah, right now social equity applicants can't afford to apply. Um, even with the, the half off discount that whatever they're given, like that's still like 15 K for an application. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's one. So they might be able to afford that one application, but as some companies did, they, they bought multiple applications. So in effect, their chances went down because they couldn't, yeah. like you say, afford to purchase more than one uh, right. app. So, yeah. And I, I feel for all those people, cause you know, it was, definitely something that crossed my mind to you know put it all on the line because you know i'm technically a social equity applicant even though i'm a white male that you know works in corporate america but you know i have a cannabis infraction on my record so yeah and that's what socially equity applicant which is bonkers by illinois standards you're a social equity candidate you <laughs> probably are in one of those areas i mean you check all the boxes and that's what really you know, that's what it comes down to. I think if I had to improve the law at all, it's like, okay, like I didn't, I, I'll just be completely honest folks. Like in retrospect, like wish we would have, uh, or I would have seen this laid out as it, as it were, um, or computed it as it, I'm having trouble saying what I'm trying to say. I didn't, you know, these things sounded good, but you see the outcome of it. And, and ultimately what it seems is that, um, this was done in the name of like social equity, but ultimately that equaled less people having an opportunity to participate. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the answer is though. Folks, you've heard our, you've heard us debate. We go back and forth between free market and limited approach somewhere in between. I don't know the answer. Um, we're, I don't know if anybody does. We're seeing it play out state by state in the United States, right? So in Canada, I mean, Canada, they're, as liberal as it gets really i mean they can grow an insane amount of cannabis and their their market is struggling because there's such an oversupply um but at the same time it's it's, it's a plant it's not a fucking you know product yeah. to sell it's medicine that you can grow in your own home and that's the way that it should be yep absolutely absolutely well, um, Eric, it's been a pleasure speaking with you tonight. Um, folks, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Eric, before we go, um, remind folks where they can find you online on social media um, and how they can support you. Yeah, absolutely. So again, um, my main website, which you can find all of my links at, is uh, www.catharticoutput.com. Um, and that'll take you to my verified Facebook page, my Instagram, um, it links you to cathartic cannabis. You can also search my handle as cathartic output. That's my personal page. Um, 
And then any streaming service um, out there, I believe uh, you can find my music. I also have uh, some videos out on YouTube um, from my travels. And one of them is actually uh, an official uh, Vivo uh, video. On nice. So, Very cool. Yeah, check that out. Very cool. Yeah, folks, support your, support your local chill annoyance. Um, support your local artists right um art is very important in my opinion i think music and cannabis go hand in hand and i gotta say folks if you're uh if you're thinking well this is the end of the chilling my podcast what should i do next keep the good times rolling throw some uh, cathartic output on i'm telling you it's really good music to smoke to so um check it out support your local chill annoyance and uh We'll see you next time, uh, everybody. Uh, any, I wanted to give because I get to talking. Any final words before we go? Um, I mean, I just want everybody to, you know, know how great growing cannabis is and how much you can really grow, um, and how you know cost effective everything is because hell yeah, it's like it's just incredible you know you can grow like pounds of weed and it's legal um and it's so like why ever buy weed from a dispensary ever again hell yeah be self-sustaining and uh it's the fact that you don't have to clean the fish tank at all because of the way that it all works together it's just it's such a it's a holistic process it seems so yeah i don't know if that's the right way to describe what i'm trying to say but self-sustaining that's what i meant to say self-sustaining symbiotic symbiotic yes definitely definitely some symbiosis going there all right folks we'll see you next time on the chillin podcast